On today's episode, Blackhawks captain Jonathan Taze was spotted on the ice before practice, indicating he could be nearing a return to the Blackhawks lineup. Also, Bobby Hall, longtime Blackhawk and Hall of Famer, is no longer serving as an ambassador within the organization. Plus, how should the Blackhawks handle top prospect Lucas Reichel for the remainder of the season? All that and plenty more right here on Locked On Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2 the biggest Tuesday of all time. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can go and find me out on Twitter at JackBushman2, or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you like what you're listening to today, then please be sure to go and follow the podcast. You can also go and leave me a review if you want to as well. It'll only take a quick couple of seconds. A quick click of the button will help me out tremendously. And best of all, it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Odyssey, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. It's all absolutely for free. And if you go and follow the show right now, then you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. And as always, thank you for tuning into another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks and for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. And earlier this morning, what I want to start off by getting into is the Chicago Blackhawks returned to practice at Fifth Third Arena this morning. And most importantly, for the first time in quite a while, we saw Captain Jonathan Taves hit the ice and take part in a couple of pre-practice drills. And on Saturday, I do believe Taves was seen skating. But this morning, he was actually, as I said, working on some stick handling drills. Uh, he, he was getting some shots off on goal and whatnot. Um, and that's you know definitely a good sign that the captain is on the right track of returning to the Blackhawks lineup. And believe it or not, Taze hasn't played since way back on January 26th against the Detroit Red Wings. So nearly a month ago now for the captain since he last played. Um, but I feel like he is on the right track. and is starting to close in on that return. And I say that not only because of Taves being on the ice this morning and actually doing some hockey activities, but also earlier in the week, the Blackhawks reassigned forwards Josiah Slavin and Brett Connolly to the Rockford Ice Hogs of the AHL. And that now leaves the Hawks with only 12 forwards on their active roster currently. And originally my first thought was, oh, well, Maybe they're just sending Slavin and Connolly down to the AHL to get some game reps before the Blackhawks take on the New Jersey Devils on Friday night. There's four days off. Blackhawks go from Sunday against the Panthers, don't play next until Friday against the Devils. So with all that time off, I was thinking, oh, they probably just want to get Slavin and Connolly some reps down in the A before they they return to action. Well, the Ice Hogs also don't play again until Friday night. So to me, all signs are kind of pointing towards Taves hopefully returning to the lineup sometime rather soon, um, which obviously would be big 
for a couple of different reasons. He's the leader of the team, the captain, of course. He's our best face-off man by far. It's really not even close. Uh, and also, once Taze does return, that will allow the Blackhawks to give Kirby Dock an opportunity to play on the wing instead of at center. With Taze out of the lineup, the Hawks simply don't have the center depth to be moving Dock over to the wing right now. So hopefully Taves will be able to rejoin the lineup uh, sometime here rather soon, hopefully during the final three games of this current six-game homestand. And I think a couple of other players could be joining him. Kevin Lankinen also was taking shots in practice this morning for the first time in quite a while. Lankinen has been out for about a month now due to a hand injury. But with Marc-Andre Fleury taking a maintenance day this morning, that left Lankinen and Soderblom as the two goalies that were taking part in practice. And I think it's important to note that Fleury was able to take a maintenance day. I think that tells you how much better Lankinen is feeling with that injury. If Lankinen wasn't 100%, the Blackhawks would only have one goalie in practice. They don't want to do that. I think it's notable that Fleury took a maintenance day. I think that means Kevin Lankinen is feeling uh, a whole lot better. Uh, And I also think Tyler Johnson could be on the right track of returning during this homestand as well. That's something I've talked about for the past couple of weeks here. Uh, And he's been on the ice for, I believe it's been well over a month. He's now starting to take contact. So, um, and again, kind of like Taze, with the Hawks having only 12 forwards on their active roster right now, in my opinion, things are just kind of lining up for Taves and Johnson to return sometime during this homestand. One other quick injury update I wanted to be sure to mention, defenseman Jake McCabe, who exited Sunday's game against the Panthers a bit early, also was not on the ice this morning due to lower back soreness. Fortunately, lower back soreness, I mean, I'm not going to speak on McCabe's half. You know, it could be something that's really bugging him, but based on how the Hawks called the lower back soreness, um, I believe it's probably not too serious. Hopefully that will be the case. Hopefully he'll be all good to go once the Blackhawks return to play on Friday night against the New Jersey Devils. All right, I believe that takes care of all the updates out of Blackhawks practice this morning. Coming up in just a moment, I am going to get into Bobby Hall no longer being an ambassador for the Chicago Blackhawks organization. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bet Online. Football season may be over. Sad face. But Bet Online has way more odds and info for both pro and college hoops as they're starting to pick up. From game scores, totals, player, perf- player performance bonuses to where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all sports betting here in 2022. And it's not just basketball. From the NHL, UFC, and boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and Vegas casino games. Bet Online, where the game begins. All right, we're back here on Lockdown Blackhawks. Moving on into segment two today. I also had to be sure to talk for at least a few minutes on Bobby Hull no longer being an ambassador for the Chicago Blackhawks. One of the greatest players in franchise history, the Golden Jet, played uh, 15 seasons with the Chicago Blackhawks, scored over 600 goals, recorded over 1,100 points, and he was also a three-time Art Ross Trophy winner and a member of the 1961 Stanley Cup roster 
for Chicago. And on the ice, there's no doubt what the Golden Jet was able to do. He's one of the greatest ever in Blackhawks history. But what he's done off the ice kind of ruins all of that. It's been that bad. There's been a ton of controversy surrounding Hall in his post-playing career. Claims of domestic abuse with two different wives. Um, He also supposedly said that the African-American population in America was growing too fast and he was concerned about it. And most notably, and, and probably the worst, one of the worst things I've ever heard someone say was when Bobby Hall, uh, said that Adolf Hitler actually had some good ideas, but just went a little too far. Not a good luck, Bobby. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. This this was a, a decision by the Chicago Blackhawks. Not only was it 100% the right decision, but it was one that should have come years ago. Like, a, a lot of things that should have happened with this organization, it should have happened years ago. That's unfortunately what we've learned about the Chicago Blackhawks over the last year year and a half. Um, But I think we can all agree this was a no-brainer here for the Blackhawks, and they didn't come out and specifically give a reason why they will no longer have Hull involved with the organization. Um, But I I think we can all assume why at this point. You know, not only fans of the Blackhawks, but fans around the game of hockey, and with, with the game being what it is right now, obviously there's a huge stain on its reputation and the in, uh, how inclusive it is to, uh, to you know, other people, not just white males. A lot of people have been asking for Bobby Hall to be removed, not only from the Blackhawks, but just kind of from the memory book and hockey in general. Um, so it, it really only felt like this was a matter of time. Again, it did come far too late, um, but I guess better late than never. And with Danny Wirtz now being the CEO of the team, uh, we can't say the same for his father, Rocky. Um, But ever since Danny has stepped in as CEO, I felt like, for the most part, he's said and and done the right things. And I, I do believe Danny is a good person, and he does want to change the narrative around this team and also the culture from within. Um, So I I think we can all, for the most part, agree that this was the right move by the Blackhawks or maybe some people out there who don't, but um, undoubtedly this had to happen, whether you think Hall said those things or not. He did come out and say that's not what he said, but come on. There's a lot of things that point to this guy kind of being a scumbag. So um, a good call here, I believe, by Danny Wirtz. And if there's one person I trust within this Blackhawks organization still, not named Kyle Davidson, uh, it would be Danny Wirtz. So an overdue decision here made by the Blackhawks, but again, better late than never, I believe. It was something that needed to be done, and there are just plenty of better options out there than Bobby Hall, right? Think about all the Blackhawks greats who who just recently retired. Uh, by the way, Chris Chelios and Dennis Savard will remain ambassadors going forward, um, but yeah, think about all the great Blackhawks who just retired, and also a couple of them are already helping out the organization with their current GM search, Patrick Sharp. Marion Hosa, they're part of the committee along with Eddie Olchek to kind of steer the Blackhawks in the right decision. I think those would be two great additions as ambassadors going forward. Two other guys that came to mind, Nicholas Jalmerson, Brent Seabrook, those guys could be part of the future as well if they want to be. I think the Blackhawks would love to have them on. It's kind of their choice what they want to do with their post-playing career. We also saw Brent Seabrook uh, help out as kind of um, 
an associate coach with the Vancouver Giants of the WHL. Who knows what's going to happen, but there are just a handful of better options than Bobby Hall. And uh, I'm really interested to see who the Blackhawks are going to bring on in that role going forward. And one other thing I'm really interested to see is what is going to happen with the statue of Bobby Hall outside the United Center? Is that going to remain there? Even though the team um, is likely never going to have an affiliation with Hall again, I don't know if they're ever going to celebrate the career that he had. Um, or are they going to knock it down? I know a lot of people will probably want the latter. I probably am, am there too. I know he's a part of the franchise's history, but um, this organization has done a lot of wrong things. And it's about building better forward. And I think that's probably a step they should take. Whether you agree or not, the Blackhawks need to get better from top to bottom and in their culture. And I think, you know, having a guy who said all those things in Bobby Hall and with claims of domestic abuse, I don't think you should really be celebrating that with a, with a statue out front. So um, I'm interested to see if the Blackhawks feel the same way about that, if they're going to go that route. But as I mentioned earlier, it seems like um, every decision they make regarding these types of situations always come way later than what most people are hoping for. All right, there are some thoughts on Bobby Hall no longer being an ambassador for the Chicago Blackhawks. Coming up in just a moment, I will discuss what the Blackhawks should do with top prospect Lucas Reichel for the remainder of the season. Welcome back to Locked On Blackhawks. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. Getting into segment three now on the show this afternoon. Before I wrap things up, I also wanted to be sure to share some quick thoughts that I have on what the Blackhawks should do with top prospect Lucas Reichel for the remainder of the year. And so far, Reichel has played in four NHL games this season, two back in early January, uh, and now the Hawks' last two games against the Dallas Stars and the Florida Panthers. And while Reichel has yet to record a point at the NHL level, interestingly enough, I did some kind of research on how the Hawks have fared in those four games. They've only scored eight goals total, and Reichel's line has only been on the ice for one of them. So just not a lot has been going on for the Hawks offensively when Reichel has been in the lineup. I'm sure that also has not helped his cause. Um, but for the most part, I think Reichel has looked fine. Not great, but looked fine. One thing that's probably stood out to me the most is his speed, how quick he is on his feet, um, and, and how he's able to play the game at that fast of a pace already at such a young age. And now I, I think it's just about finding how he can have success and how he can use his speed, which I believe to be his best asset, how he can use that to his advantage. And that's why I think the Blackhawks should keep him up for at least the remainder of this homestand. Don't give him just two or, or, or three games. Why not give him like six or seven? Give him um, a consistent role and consistent line mates. Just give him consistency to let him get a, a better feel uh, of the NHL game, not just two, 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 you know, and he bounces around all the time. I think, you know, he needs to be in the same spot. Let him get a little bit comfortable and then we'll know a little bit more about whether or not he's ready for the NHL. Um, and if not, if, if he's not, if it's not working out, then I think go and send him back down to Rockford. Let him go and play. Uh, top line minutes on a nightly basis and be the leader and the stud of the team because 
That's what the Blackhawks are hoping he's going to be down the road. They're hoping he can be that stud for them in the future. So why not give him experience doing that with the Ice Hogs when he's only 19 years old? Don't forget, Lucas Reichel is only 19 years old. He's still a little baby. Can't even go out and have a drink after the game. Well, he probably can, but he's, it's not legal. <laughs> um, so don't forget that Lucas Reichel is still so young in his career. And sure, we want him to be good at the NHL now. Obviously, that would be lovely. But with the state of the Blackhawks, where they are right now, it's far more important for him to be good when he's, you know, 22 or 23 years old and beyond when the Blackhawks hopefully will be contenders once again. That's far more important than Reichel being ready right now. So let's not rush this process. Um, and with the team being out of playoff contention, I think that gives them the freedom to do kind of whatever they want here, which is the nice part. They can send him down. They can call him back up. They can be patient. Now, one thing I do want to say, if Reichel starts showing some flashes and things start clicking, then I think it would be a good idea to kind of um, keep him up at the NHL, keep him in that same role and let that ride for as long as possible. I think that's the best way to handle it. But if he's not able to get on the stat sheet by the end of his homestand, the Blackhawks still have three more games at home before leaving Chicago, then I think they should send him back down to Rockford to get his confidence up. And I think the confidence is the most important thing for Reichel right now. Because look at a young guy like Kirby Doc. Someone who goes to practice quite often and sees this kid, and I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know that well, but just his body language when I see him at practice, I just feel like the confidence isn't there. And I feel like it's definitely affected how things have gone in his short NHL career so far. And I just don't want the same thing to happen to Lucas Reichel, where he feels like he already has the whole weight of the city and the organization on his shoulders at such a young age. I really think that's negatively affected Kirby Doc and all the expectations that people have had for him. So if it's not working out for Reichel, send him down to Rockford for a little bit. Let him get that confidence up. Let him go and tear up the AHL as he's done all season down there. And then you can go and recall him for another stint and, and be patient to see if he can get it going with the Blackhawks eventually. That's how I would handle the Lucas Reichel situation for the remainder of the year very delicately because he's undoubtedly the top prospect in the Blackhawks organization at the moment. And the Hawks really need him to be a home run hitter, if you will, to help things turn to help turn things around as quickly as possible. All right, folks, I think that will wrap up Tuesday, February 22nd's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and check out the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free. Go and follow for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you can get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And after the show, be sure to go and check out the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast as hosts Steele Roden and Philip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms as well, so be sure to check out Lockdown Fantasy Hockey right now wherever you get your podcasts. Once again, thank you for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2. Or you could also go and check out my Strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And for any questions regarding anything related to the show or the Blackhawks, 
feel free to email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com. You can also hit me on any one of my Twitter accounts, or you can call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.